0: Testing, testing, 1, 2, 3. Testing, 1, 2, three. Testing, testing, 1, 2, 3. This is me, Max. Now I know you're to the is Scott Hudson.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Scott. <Instead of> Scott. <laughs>
3: Everybody, welcome to The Ledge with Scott Hudson on the Real Punk Radio Network. Uh, welcome on this lovely Friday afternoon, Friday early evening, in some places listening Friday night. Uh, got an interesting show. This is kind of one of those miscellaneous shows where you're going to hear some new stuff. You're going to hear some stuff that I've been listening around the house, etc., etc., etc. We started off for the 52 weeks of Teenage Kicks. Sahara Hot Nights, an all Swedish, uh, all-girl Swedish rock and roll band that uh, I loved in the beginning of the 2000s. Their second album called Jenny Bomb uh, had their version of Teenage Kicks in the expanded uh, reissue, I guess, of of the record. Uh, I think that might have been the shortest version of Teenage Kicks I played. It was only a minute thirty-eight, uh, but a minute thirty-eight of. Awesomeness, right? Uh, again, I'm putting it out there. If you have any way possible of recording your own version of Teenage Gigs, please send it to me. It will be fast tracked into the show. I've got plenty of versions to make it through the whole year, but I want as many new originals as possible. And it's been it's, it's been about a month since the new uh, version. So uh, come on, come on, let's get them going. I've had some artists promise me versions. And they haven't sent them to me. So uh, what's up with that, right? Alright, so last week I uh, did a little uh, tribute to Justine Kovalt, who passed away. Well, I got the word that she had passed away just hours before last week's show. And I uh, included in, the, in that set, in that tribute to her, um, the the most recent thing that I owned of her hers, which was a single called The Chasm. And then I found out, well, actually, I was going through my computer later that night, and I discovered the week before she had released a brand-new album called The Signal Light, and it includes that song, The Chasm. Uh, but I didn't even know that I had it and uh, you know, dummy me. So we're going to do another little tribute, I guess. going to play a couple tracks off this. Uh, if you go to justinetheunclean.bandcamp.com, you can pick it up. And here is what... Sh- what sh- how... Here's what Justine was quoted as saying about this album. The Signal Light is all about struggling with the real stuff of life. With losing, with failing, with falling down, with spinning out into depression and despair, with finding your strength and courage, with getting back up and continuing the good fight, working hard to stay positive, create music, and keep our community of family and friends strong. I believe there are things you can say with a song that you might not speak out loud in polite company. Life can be brutal, ugly, and it can be astounding, full of miracles of resilience and hope. What a beautiful statement, right? Uh, along with her band, which includes Janet Egan King on bass and vocals, Charles Hansen on guitar, and Jim Janotta, or Janotta on drums, uh, David Minahan of the Neighborhoods. Uh, he's credited as random backing vocals, slash shouts, slash screams, and guitar throughout, and piano on When I Stop Loving You. Uh, So yeah, let's play a couple tracks off that record, starting off with Sweet Denial. by Lydia Lovelace. The track is called Toothache. It really sounded like old Lydia to me, right? Uh, she's got a new album called Nothing's Gonna Stand in My Way Again coming out in September. And uh, according to Stereogum.com, it chronicles a breakup and her move from North Carolina back to her hometown of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, she describes "Toothless Toothache as inspired by a literal toothache and knowing there were way too many other things on my plate at the time to be concerned with my fucking tooth. She continued, the millions of little things that pile up when you're broken, overwhelmed until you snap over the dumbest thing like running out of dish soap. I struggled with whether or not I could write an anthem with the chorus just being now I've got a toothache, but I couldn't get it out of my head. Sometimes you just have to go with your gut. Well, I'm excited to hear her upcoming record. The track's on a great. Uh, before that, Kate Redgate on Rumbar Records, a, record, a a release that I played a couple tracks from over the last few weeks, but this is one that came up while I was having coffee and reading the other day. So I have a new, re- I've probably described this many times before, but I have a new release smart playlist that I play on shuffle in the morning when I'm doing my coffee and reading thing and this track came up, it's called Light Under the Door, it's the title track Of her new record on Rumbar Records, go to rumbarrecords.bandcamp.com. And two tracks from the brand new Justine and the Unclean record, uh, which is called "The Signal Light." You heard "Picking a Fight," which is a nice little punk rock little song there, and also "Sweet Denial." Rest in peace, Justine Cobalt. All right, uh, you know now that Tommy Stinson has a new record out, the Tommy Stinson's Cowboys in the How how does that go again? I always screw that up. Uh, Tommy Stinson's Cowboys in the Campfire. Uh, The record's called Wronger. Anyway, since that came out, I've been listening to other Tommy Stinson things, uh, including his bands, Perfect, and Bash and Pop, and so I figured, why not do a set of the various stuff that Tommy has done since the replacement's broke up? So, we're going to start off with a track from Wronger. It's called Karma's a Bitch. Then we're going to kind of go backwards a little bit. So, here he is Karma's Bitch from Tommy Stinson's Cowboys in the Campfire. ending a Tommy Stinson set is the band Perfect. That was Tommy's band in a good portion of the 90s. That was Seven Days a Week from the, the Once, Twice, Three Times a Maybe record. Fashion and Pop ahead of that from I think it was 2016. The title check from the album Anything Could Happen, my favorite record of that year. Uh, it's a drag from uh, One Man Mutiny, which came out in 2011. We started things off with a track from Tommy Stinson's Cowboys in the Campfire album, Wronger. That was called Karma's Bitch. He's on the road right now, by the way, too. Uh, he's, I think he plays Minneapolis on uh, July 1st or something like that. And then hitting uh, Rapid City and some other cities nearby. You may have to venture out and check him out. All right, up next, a brand new track from Rumbar Records. In fact, it came via email today. It is Danny the K. Now, Danny the K, AKA Dan Kopko, is the co-leader and frontman of the Shanghai Lows, also Watts and the Peppermint Kicks. He's a busy man, Uh, and all those bands I really, really like. Well, he's got an upcoming album called Cigarettes, what is it called, Cigarettes and Silhouettes. Comes out on July fourteenth, and this is the the single off that record. It's called Roller Derby Girl.
4: Ooh, little roller derby girl, lacing up all the world, little roller girl waking up with the sun, as she does, staring at the city down below, and the smoke
2: of the days for cigarettes.
4: up for the hurt
3: my uh, program decides to uh, make decisions for me that I didn't want it to make Uh so you heard a little bit of a track I didn't want you to hear quite yet but before that you heard the latest from the Darren Howland project another uh, tune that was emailed me today they are a duo from Kansas City Missouri their new single is everything before that It is the latest in the I-94 recordings. It is a new single by the veteran band Zero Boys. The A-side is a track called Don't Shoot, Can't Breathe. The B-side, as all of the I-94 seven-inch releases in this series have been, is a cover of a Detroit band. In this case, it's an Alice Cooper cover of Long Way to Go. Ultra Bomb ahead of that, from their Time to Burn album, which came out around this time last year, Uh, The final track on that album was a cover of the classic Sonic Reducer and I just got word uh, earlier this week that those who pre-ordered the vinyl are finally going to get their copies. Uh, Can't wait to get mine. Really really love that album. Uh, But they had some issues with uh, getting the vinyl pressed and uh, you know I'm, I'm very forgiving. I understand the weight. And the frustration that bands have over the vinyl glut going on these days. So, I will be happy when I get my Ultra Bomb re- album in the mail. Uh, they just finished up a, a US tour, including a stop in Minneapolis a couple weeks ago. I wish I could have gone to that. Uh, Danny the K started things off from Rumbar Records with Roller Derby Girl. That is from an upcoming album uh, called Cigarettes and Silhouettes excited to hear the rest of that. Alright, pretty much the rest of the show is going to be stuff that I've been listening to around the house. Uh, some things I have just recently purchased, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm going to start off with a couple tracks from a great Ian Hunter record that I had back in the day and I had kind of forgotten about it and I found it the other day. It's a double record that I got for only $6.99. Uh, it's a uh, It's part live, part studio. I think three fourths of it is live. One fourth of it's studio. It's called Welcome to the Club. The live stuff is fabulous on this record. It's a combination of uh, solo Ian Hunter material along with uh, some old Monte Hoople tracks. So let's start off with one of Ian Hunter's solo originals. This is Just Another Night. Normally associated with Mata Hoopla, but it was actually written by Mr. Bowie himself. That, of course, is All the Young Dudes, recorded during the Aladdin Sane sessions, and then given to Mata Hoopla. and uh, Bowie then produced the resulting album All the Young Dudes by Mata Hoopla. and you heard a track from that album, One of the Boys, and then two tracks from Ian Hunter's mainly live album, Welcome to the Club heard Ian doing his own version of All The Way From Memphis, a Mont song, and also the solo, Just Another Night. All right, just over halfway through the show. Up next, i are going to play a couple tracks from a record that's a very important record in the life of Mr. Scott Hudson. Uh, it was 1981, the fall of 1981, that I started college, and I immediately got a show on our local college radio station, KAUR. And my first shift was 2 to 6 AM, which I didn't care. I loved being on the radio, uh, even then. And it was a great opportunity to just kind of go through the racks and find things that look cool, things I'd never heard before or heard of. And uh, back then, the radio station had just a gigantic library. Uh, record racks that went floor to ceiling, and these were high ceiling rooms. Uh, there was a ladder to get to the upper uh, upper sections. And yeah, I learned a lot about music during that first semester, and of course on through all the years so I continued to do college radio. And one of the records I discovered, I don't know if it was in that first semester or if it was a little bit later, I don't know. It was a, a band called The Liars, and a great great record called uh, on fire and in fact outside of maybe uh, a Minneapolis band or whatever the very first true independent record I ever purchased was Liars on fire and of course that record disappeared my original copy disappeared years and years ago and I've always wanted a replacement of it and uh it was recently reissued and so now I have this fabulous record once again and so yeah I figured why not play a couple tracks from it i uh, going to start off with one of the great I mean here's the thing this record it also not only did it alert me to the fact that the garage rock sound was coming back in the 80s but it also inspired me to go back and listen to the 60s garage rock that I wasn't maybe necessarily fully aware of because I was I was a little toddler back when this stuff was initially released and so you know two great passions of my musical life came from this record so we'll start off with the cover tune with a cover tune off that record and this is their version of tired of waiting by the kinks
2: Time to wait to
3: On September 8th, 1978, Wire put out their second album called Chairs Missing. And you heard Practice Makes Perfect from that record. Pulled this out just a couple nights ago. I, was, I don't know why. I was kind of in the mood for it. Uh, definitely a different sound from their debut record. Uh, kind of creepy, actually, in a good way. Uh, before that, The Scientists uh, from their uh, debut album. It's self-titled, but it's commonly referred to as the Pink Album, and you heard I'm Looking For You. Uh, I pulled this out the other day, and I guess I never played it. Uh, It was still sealed, and I've owned it for years. I guess because I have a couple really great compilations that came out on Numero uh, records that I didn't feel the need to, but uh, I did play it and enjoyed it greatly. Uh, Mission of Burma ahead of that. This is from the slightly expanded version of their first EP, Signals, Calls, and Marches. Uh, You heard Academy Fight Song, a song that wasn't on the original record, but but it was their debut 7-inch, actually, that was added to the EP when it was reissued a few years ago. And two tracks from the Liars album, Liars on Fire, you had Don't Give It Up Now, and a cover of Tired of Waiting by The Kinks. Alright, moving on, we got some, well, a couple quirky songwriters up next before it kind of goes into other directions. I'm going to start off with a Robin Hitchcock record that I found pretty cheap not too long ago. Uh, it's called Invisible Hitchcock. And it's a collection of leftovers and outtakes from 1981 to 85. And so it's kind of a hit and miss record, I'll be honest with you. Some, some tracks on it are fabulous other tracks Eh, maybe not so much Uh, but there's one song on there that I kind of went what the hell when I heard it and uh, so I thought I'd play it for you right now this is a song called trash
1: Charlie Watts. It doesn't mean to say you're not just a loser, and you wish you could be bright. With Iggy too Cause you think it might rub off on you (laughs) Forget it You're a loser You're just trash You're just trash You're just trash You're a loser God, you're embarrassing sometimes You're You're just trash You're just trash You're just trash And you're a loser We should meet up sometime Don't act like you're a friend of mine Don't put your arm around me I don't wanna be a loser So you photograph with Charlie Watts Hi there everybody, we're the water lovers
5: we're going to sing about the Ice Cream Man for you. Well now, Ice Cream Man, ice cream man. upon my street, I heard your truck outside, it's really man. neat. Ice cream, man, ice cream Man, upon my block, your little chimes, they reel and they raw. Any, any ice cream bars on my block now? Your chimes, your.
3: Tested cover there by the Mupps Rock and Roll Girl. Uh, comes from a fabulous compilation album called Hamburger. Uh, it's a collection of singles and appearances on other compilations, outtakes, demos, covers, etc., etc. And it's the one Mupps vinyl I do not have. I would love to get it. Unfortunately, after Kim passed away, uh, the prices on Discox skyrocketed. And there's like three or four versions, three or four copies on Discogs right now. And they're all between 75 and 100 bucks. And they're from Japan. Um, So I'm putting the word out there. If anybody finds a vinyl copy of Hamburger by The Muffs at a reasonable cost, I will buy it from you. I will buy it. I'm not gonna pay $100, so you know, 50 or under maybe putting it out there I'm not expecting anyone to find it but I know some of you are uh, record uh, shoppers um, yeah it'd be a great purchase for me Uh, before that an interesting track by lush Uh, I found a used double album compilation called chow lately and on that album is a song called chow and it's a duet between Mickey and uh, Pulp's Jarvis Cocker. And it reminded me of, you know, like some of those Nick Cave, uh, PJ Harvey duets, or like when Shane McGowan of the Pogues would sing with Kate O'Rear and that kind of thing. Kind of a fun little song. Uh, power, some great power pop from Sloan ahead of that from Navy Blues, their fourth album. I just finished reading the latest issue of Big Takeover. They are the cover band, or the they're the cover artists on this latest issue it's a great great interview with them and you heard keep on thinking from that album uh some classic jonathan richmond before that jonathan richmond and the album rock and roll with the modern lovers the second modern lovers record which uh just came out on the music on vinyl label so you know it's a great great pressing you're an ice cream man and robin hitchcock with an interesting tune called trash from invisible hitchcock and by the way we're going into overtime this week probably close to a half hour in overtime. I got way too much music. I got nothing else to do, so why not just continue on? Uh, Next set is going to be primarily 80s uh, college rock slash Americana slash whatever. A good friend of mine, Phil Bjornberg, had a bunch of records on sale this past weekend, and I bought quite a few from him. More than I should. I, I need to stop buying records, but... One of them I thought was the debut release by Green on Red, uh, great, great Paisley underground band uh, led by Dan Stewart on vocals and guitar, uh, Jack Watterson on bass, band Christian on drums, Sean Nagore on organ who was replaced by Chris Kakabus. is that how you say the guy's name? Uh, they're originally from uh, Tucson, Arizona, but moved to L.A. in the summer of 1980, and that's where they became, Green on Red, and their first record, uh, self-titled EP, that sometimes is called Two Bibles, was released on uh, Dream Syndicate leader Steve Wynn's label, Down There Records. And uh, so I'm going to play Death and Angels from that album. Wipers are a band that I admittedly missed out on at the time that they came out. Uh, they were from uh, Seattle, right? Or or in Washington area in general. Anyway, they put out a bunch of great records in the early 80s. But uh, there's thanks to Record Store Day, I pretty much have their entire catalog. Uh, there's been a great reissue campaign during Record Store Day. One of those records is Youth of America, their second one originally released in 1981 on the label Park Avenue and I've been really enjoying it ever since I picked it up. You heard Pushing the Extreme from that album. Head of that, the band is Dump Truck. Uh, Their third album, pick third, let me double check here. Yep, their third album for the country came out in 1987. They were on big time records at the time. The All Music Guide gave this album four and a half stars. But it was during the touring for this album that they found out that their label, Big Time Records, was going bankrupt. Yeah, not great. Uh, Big Time sold their contract to Photogram Records, and the last couple of records by that band came out on Phonogram. I think. Maybe not. Uh, let me double check again. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, you're going nowhere from that album. Uh, before that, Big Dipper, this is another record I bought from my friend Phil the other day, and uh, it is their debut EP uh, called Boo Boo. It was issued on Homestead Records, and uh, Phil said his favorite track off this album is Ron Kloss "Ruck His House. Side to side, that was the track I was gonna play off that album. We start things off with Green on Red with Death and Angels from their self-titled EP. And we got one more set before we finish up. And this is a pleasant, well, it was a pleasant surprise for me earlier this week. I have been looking for a vinyl copy of the Minutemen's Double Nickels on the Dime for years. And that was an SST release and everyone knows that Greg Gin of SST, not only will he not sell the catalog to the back to the artists, he's kept most of the stuff out of print, and Double Nickels on the Dime has been out of print for years, which is why in the used market, it goes for over $100 a piece. Well, he fin- so there was a book earlier this year about SST records, and the final chapter was a condemnation of this practice of Greg Ginn's. And I think he took the hint because uh, my local record store suddenly had a bunch of Minutemen, Husker Du, Firehose, etc. etc. records. All of those had been hard to find for years and years and I, was, I had all the Husker Du's already but I was so happy to finally have a vinyl copy, Double Nickels on the Dime. Uh, it's the third album by the band. It was uh, contained 45 songs. They were kind of inspired by Who's could do Zen Arcade to do a double record. And it really like allowed them to move into different kinds of sounds that they hadn't done before. There's some funk, there's some country, there's some spoken word. Uh, they always had a little bit of a jazz influence here and there. Well, there's more of that on this record. And so I figured since I finally have this, I'm going to play a whole set of Minuteman tracks. Now they're short songs but they're they're not minute you know the original minute were because all their songs are less than a minute long these, these songs are all longer than a minute one of them is almost three minutes long oh my god uh but yeah we'll take too long to get through these let's start off with history lesson part two
6: Narrator This is Bob Dylan to me My story could be his songs I'm his soldier child Our band of scientists rock But I was E-Bloom Richard Hell, Joe Struber, and John Doe. Me and Mike Watt playing the guitar. see me. I'm worried, worried but feel guilty. The media robs and betrays us. No more lies. We are responsible.
3: four of the 45 tracks on the classic double album uh, uh double nickels on the dime by minute men your love dance jesus and tequila there ain't shit on tv tonight boy that's a personal anthem right and history lesson part two again i'm so happy to finally have a final copy of this classic record and that's going to be it for this week's episode of The Ledge. As always, for more information and set list, go to scotthudson.blogspot.com. Social media is, Paul is dead without the A in the dead part. That's Instagram, Twitter, and the email, dead at gmail.com. Also, Facebook, there is The Ledge. And there is also uh, Scott Hudson, Scott D. Hudson, actually. And please, I'm still waiting for more For more, uh Versions of Teenage Kicks for the 52 Weeks of Teenage Kicks series. I just gave you a whole list of ways to contact me if you quite possibly have uh, a version to send me. And we're going to end the, sh- the, sh- the show tonight with a record that I pulled out. I don't listen nearly as much as I, I do. If I'm going to listen to The Monkees, I tend to pull out, I don't know, Headquarters or uh, the second record. But I was in the mood for Weird monkeys. So I pulled out the soundtrack to Head. Now Head was a a film that came out in 1968, uh, written and produced by Jack Nicholson and Bob Raffleson, directed by Raffleson. And it was kind of, it was basically an in-choke between all of those people, including the monkeys, to kind of uh, blow it up, so to speak. Monkeys were tired of being, you know, What made for TV creation, so to speak. They'd already taken control of their music. Uh, Now they wanted to blow their image completely away, and Head as a film definitely did that. If you've never seen Head, you should check it out. But the soundtrack is also good. Now, usually when I play a track off the soundtrack, I play Porpoise Song, which is my favorite song off the record, and it's also uh, a song that my friend's band, uh, Violet, used to play quite often. But... I'm gonna play something different tonight. Uh, this is a track called uh, Circle Sky. And they played this live in the film. And remember, the old, the old cliche was the monkeys can't play any instruments. No, they actually did. You know, Michael Nesmith was a great musician, great songwriter. Peter Tork was a folk singer. Uh, Mickey Dolans learned how to play drums to be in the band. Um, You know, the one person in the band that really didn't have a lot of musical talent was Davy Jones, but he was still a vocalist, so he was, you know, stomping with that. And uh, anyway, long story short, here is Circle Sky by the Monkees from the soundtrack to Head. Have a great Father's Day. Goodbye. hearts and peace.